Hey guys, welcome back to the Dear Noise podcast. Uh, we've been doing a mailbag episode with my guest, Alex Hopper. Uh, we did about 45 minutes on episode one. This is the conclusion, episode two. Stay around for the whole thing. There will be a chance for you guys to win an awesome prize. So yeah, this is part two. Next question, uh, Zodiac HDPC. Is, is there an H at the end of Zodiac? Is it Zodiac? It just ends in a C, right? So it's Zodiac HDPC. I don't know. He lives in Kansas, so it's fine. I know. He does live in Kansas. This is true. Um, he didn't realize that there was a podcast. So, hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is another good one. Who are the top five mascots in the NBA? And why are King Cake Baby and Bango two of them? Alex, you want to go off on King Cake well, Baby? Well, as I sit here looking at my King Cake Baby bobblehead that I bought off eBay for $60, I can tell you that it is the best mascot for one reason. It's seasonal and terrifying. Yeah. True. Because, I mean, for the for its purpose, it serves a great one. It's different, you know... And that's one thing I like about mascots when they're kind of different. Like, you know, the sun's gorilla. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't know anything, it's just like, why in the world is this here? But yeah. for the king cake baby, it goes all back to the king cakes and, you know, the babies inside of it, yada, yada, yada. Yep. And. Which is a very strange tradition that I really enjoy. Hey, you find that, you find that baby, you're sitting pretty. <laughs> Which, you know, guess who found the baby last year? What? Anyway, um, the King Cake Baby, number one, because it'll scare the life out of you. Yeah. Number two. Zach, Zach Lowe's ongoing feud with King Cake Baby. That is hilarious. Pretty entertaining, too. Yes, it's also hilarious. When they had the King Cake Baby on the jump and sitting next to Jason Terry a couple years ago during All-Star break, <laughs> yeah. that cracked me up because it looked like Jason Terry was like on edge the entire time. <laughs> but number two. Okay. Give me Bango. Because I'm a homer. Okay. Wow. Yeah. For no other reason than I'm a homer. Okay. Number three. Give me the original uh, Pelicans mascot. <laughs> oh, God. The horrifying oh, yeah. one that they had to change because it was so Yeah, bad. they had to, like, actually okay. went through a surgery. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He was all, they took photos, like, promotional photos where he's all bandaged the and everything. They were like, oh, God, this thing is just terrifying children. This is just horrifying. If you haven't Googled it, just, if you haven't seen it, just Google original pelicans mascot it's horrifying it makes king cake baby look like a normal baby normal newborn number four is the sun's gorilla mm-hmm. because you know okay he was about it and then number five the denver mascot because i remember when i was a little kid watching nickelodeon they had this thing was like the mascot's birthday and it was always the mm-hmm. nuggets one and so i liked him as a little kid yeah yeah I don't know why that. I don't okay. know why that stuck with me for so long because I can't really yeah. remember anything else in my life. But that. Yeah. No. Uh, I also have the Nuggets mascot. His name's Rocky, by the way. Uh, if well, you ever watch good. some of the stunts, I know <laughs> some of the stunts that Rocky does. He's like absolutely crazy. He does a lot of crazy stuff. He walks on stilts. He does big jumps. He crowd surfs. He like 
rides like a jetpack in, which is pretty cool. It's not a real jetpack, obviously. It just repels in, but um, he like fell and ate it <laughs> really bad on the uh, jetpack. He like fell from like 25 feet or something. Or, or no, he passed out. That's what happened. He like lost consciousness or something. I don't really remember exactly. But he's, he's number five. Um, I'll put King Cake Baby, I guess, at number four. I haven't really thought about it, but sure, we'll see. Well, you think I'm killing you tonight, so I'm not be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, number three, uh, sorry to upset people, but I have Bango at number three. Bango's awesome. I love him. He, you know, his behind-the-back shot's awesome. His dunking is awesome. He's pretty entertaining. His, his feud with the Raptors last year was really entertaining. Um, number two is Grizz, the Memphis Grizzlies mascot. Uh, if you haven't listened to the audio story that ESPN put out about just the crazy things that Grizz does, you know, you can probably speak to this. Professional wrestling is huge Mm -hmm. in Tennessee, in the Memphis area in particular. And Grizz is basically a professional wrestler. They have storylines throughout the whole season. So every game, they advance the storyline from the previous game. He does stunts. He will jump off of 20, 30-foot ladders into tables, and it's crazy. And there's, like, alter egos. And it's the mascot show and the five minutes that he's actually on is basically, like, a WWE or uh, whatever the training ground is there for Memphis. It's like an actual show. So he's awesome. So if you haven't listened to that, um, I believe it was Kevin Arnovitz did a story on it. It's... I burped. Kevin Arnovitz did a story and it's really entertaining. Um, and then number one is, I hate to say it, but like, there's just no one better. Benny uh, the Bull. Yeah, I left him off on purpose because, you know, I'm trying to play, you know, trying to play the good sides over here. Mm-hmm. I know. The, you know, the most recent Benny the Bull, not the current one, but before that, his name was Barry. He was actually from the University of Montana. He's actually born in Miles City, which is where I'm. I was born. Uh, he attended the University of Montana, where he won Mascot of the Year three years in a row. You know, as a student Jesus. athlete. Yeah, and then he went on to be right out of college. They hired him as Benny the Bull. He like invented the popcorn dance and you know making a huge mess with the popcorn and doing like the clumsy tripping and flirting with reporters. He, he was just hilarious. And the new one, not as good as him, but. Since, in theory, we're just ranking the mascot, Benny the Bull still lives number one for the time being. Uh, I did put a lot of thought into this. I do like the mascots. I want to be a mascot still, kind of. But anyway, those are those are my answers for the top five. Alex, who are your worst mascots in the NBA? Uh, don't the Cavaliers have a dog? <laughs> they do have yeah, a dog. That one. Um, the Nets have a knight or something. Uh, yeah, that's stupid. Um, uh, the the Cavs actually have three mascots, which I think that's is weird. Too they have the little actual Cavalier, and then they have um, Moon Dog as his name. That's stupid. There's some type of reasoning for that but it's way too many mascots uh my least favorite is probably lucky the leprechaun oh yeah i don't it's just a it's just a guy i don't like those 
Like, to go to college football, like, West Virginia has, like, a Mountaineer guy. I don't like that. Notre Dame has the same, yeah. like, Leprechaun type deal. Tennessee has a, like, Johnny Crockett looking guy. Mm-hmm. That's, like, one of three mascots they have, but I don't like them just a person. I want a big foam yeah, head. Give me, give me the, give me the Purdue, the Purdue guy. Like he's gonna, he's gonna come to your house and <laughs> kill you yeah. that night. Exactly. Shout out to Cookster. Yeah. Purdue. Yeah. No, yeah, no I, I agree. Um, I don't want to like. It's basically like a Halloween costume or like cosplay yeah. at that. Point. I don't, I don't want to look. I don't, don't want to look into your eyes while you're a mascot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. I really do not want to make icons because you know they look either sad or you know just defeated or the creepy i don't know i don't want to look at them in the eye that's a good point what's your dog's name roscoe roscoe hey roscoe yeah, he's he, roscoe shaking. he just got up and he's wandering around now he's going to hump your couch right now yeah i hope not um next up bucks in 06 roscoe again thank you bucks in 06 says love the podcast keep them coming not a question yeah, he needs to work on his you know reading comprehension <laughs> skills apparently but for real thank you bucks in 06 it means a lot um we will skip hakusho's magic beans <laughs> just because there's no reason to even go there uh ooh, swap me pete one wants to know some juicy mod details that we don't get to hear about um couple of things that have happened uh you guys all remember the username saga but if you aren't member of the subreddit there was a infamous alt-right troll on the bucks subreddit that believed in like bucks conspiracies and he would like accuse other people of craziness and he'd message the mods every day and he's just a a full-blown troll and he just tried to get a rise out of people by playing like this outlandish character but also kind of meaning it too to an extent he was the worst. We it, we banned him, and it became a really big thing. The best part I, was when he posted that big old like his like fifty two things he stood by, <laughs> and one yeah. of them was like hating diet coke. Yep, exactly. That was against his moral values. Like he was, was he was coke. against racism and you know sexism and you know like other things that you know it's like okay I guess you can make a stand one way or another, and it was like diet coke. <laughs> yeah, diet sodas in general. He was firmly against. Um, he, he was a very notorious, he was just every bad thing that you hear about, like alt-right trolls or whatever. That's basically what he tried to be. Um, he also accused Jabari Parker of match fixing because in his rookie year, they did like a rookie pizza baking contest or or something. I don't remember this, but he, he jokingly tried to bribe the ref with a $1 bill and he cited this as proof that he was into gambling and is interested in fixing games and stuff. So, uh, but back to the the point of that, um, we banned him. I don't think you guys really understood how big his reach was. Uh, we kept track on a bunch of different accounts that we thought could be him and reported them to Reddit. I would say he had at least 30 different accounts that one would get deleted, he'd come up with a new one, he'd start posting, you'd find he had this behavior and this pattern of things he would talk about and, and rage about and certain subreddits that he'd post in. Um, but 
eventually it got to the point where it's just like, okay, you are ridiculous. And I think he finally lost interest. I know I'm probably jinxing myself if he listens to this or if someone knows who he is. But um, yeah, there was dozens of different fake accounts and alt accounts that we had to deal with. And it was about a year long saga, at least, just to get rid of this one butthole user. So that's one thing. Um, there was also a... I mean, I'm not a mod or anything of it, but the old smart poker guy that just got into <laughs> ridiculous arguments with literally anyone mm-hmm. about anything. And I mean, I would yes. sit there and try to like prod him about stuff. Like the year that, uh, so last year when Bronson Koenig was on the summer league team and I was just making fun mm-hmm. of him because he was absolutely terrible during summer league. Yes. And I mean, he got so mad. And I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he, he made got... it real personal real fast. <laughs> <laughs> he he went after your height, which I thought was kind of interesting. Because yes. you're not particular, you're not short. Yeah, like, I mean, as short I'm as I am. six foot. I am fine with where I'm at. I mean, I would be short <laughs> yeah. if I was in the NBA, but other than that, I am fine. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he was temporarily banned after he went on a it was an innocuous kind of topic about something Bucks related. For like two he, days. In a gre- and a Greek fan went back and forth for uh, two weeks, probably, <laughs> just commenting back and forth. And most of it was comparing, literally comparing the size of their penises until finally we locked it and, and thought that that would handle it. And then they just started editing their comments to <laughs> argue with each other. And then they both were temporarily banned. And then he kind of just fell off and hasn't shown up really anymore. Um, and uh, everyone on the subreddit who saw it kind of openly mocked him, so I'm sure he probably isn't a big fan of the subreddit anymore. And he so. was also the one that was very upset that the books did not invest in his, like, whatever, I think it was Battlefield, whatever, you know, team he had. <laughs> that they did not yeah. invest in, like, his team for, like, an eSport. Yes. He's a very interesting, interesting guy. Um, one other thing, I, I didn't really like plan this too much. There was one person earlier this year in the playoffs, a Lakers fan who posted just an image of his penis like three times oh. uh, from different accounts. Yeah, that. that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was very nice with the, with the caption of something along the lines of perform, uh, oral sex. Or give me Giannis. Yeah, he he very much made it clear what it was going to be. And I was like, oh, let's see what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, a lot of people unfortunately saw it. But he he messaged us. And this is just a zinger that Pat, that Greek alphabet soup really liked. So he gave me compliments for it. So I'm going to tell the story. He asked why his post was deleted. I told him I reported him to Reddit for sharing a photo of a child's penis on our on our <laughs> subreddit uh, and so he stopped he stopped commenting after that but and he, we have not seen god i'm just scared that i'm gonna like open up a can of worms there haven't been any penises posted to the buck subreddit since then um hope those are juicy enough it's kind of it's mostly boring most of it's people send us mod messages to complain about why their shitty blog was removed or um, a lot of people, oh my god, so many people message us to say that the calendar needs updated, which, just Google it, man. It's <laughs> a pain in the ass. I mean, it's not hard. And if also, most people are on mobile or on the app, so I don't really care. 
Um, yeah, there you go. Those are those are some juicy enough details. I hope. Um, geez, we are getting long on this podcast, but it's okay. I need to get ready for bed because I have to fly to Denver. But you know, whatever, we'll be fine. Uh, Rubicon Guava. He asks the question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? And when will Cookster actually get banned? Do you want to hit up on that hot dog sandwich? No, hot hot dog's a hot dog. Yes, I agree. It's 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 its own category. If it's if you call a hot dog a sandwich, I feel like you have to call a taco a sandwich, which is just it's asinine. So no, also a hot dogs. A hot as dog. a big fan of hot dogs, if we're gonna start calling hot dog sandwiches. I'm down. You're on board with that if you decide to call it a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Okay, if there's a, an official ruling. I mean, I'm I'm not you know, I can be swayed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Alex there. Hot dog is not a sandwich. It's just a hot dog. It's its own thing. Uh, when will Cookster actually get banned? Never. I am Cookster. Alex is Cookster. We are all Cookster. Every man. You can't. Every woman is Cookster. Yeah, exactly. You know, something funny-ish that happened during uh, April Fool's Day this year. Um, we changed the subreddit to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, Bucks and Bucks, as they're known. And for some reason, Nelly decided to change everyone's name to a Pierce Cookster, too. So that was kind of funny. Um, nobody noticed it, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all Cookster. You can't you chop off the head and... Another one will grow back, or whatever that saying goes. Um, Alex, you want to read this next one? This is the easiest question of the whole thing. What is the best DiVincenzo nickname? White Dante. Yeah, White Dante. Because, easily. oh, if, if you've ever complained about Gus Johnson, you cannot say it's Big Ragu. Because you know who came up with Big Ragu? Gus Johnson. Exactly. So if you want to come in here and be like, oh, no, Big Ragu, who? You know, crappy pasta sauce. Woo, woo, woo. No, get out of here with that. He's white, Dante. He's white. His name's Dante. It fits perfect. Yeah, there are not very many white people named Dante. There are plenty of Italian people. <laughs> so I, you could literally, you could take any Italian basketball player and make him the big red go. So, hey, at least they didn't name him like the big prego or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. It depends which one's better. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I believe there was a poll on the the White Dante subreddit, the official subreddit of Dante DiVincenzo. And it said that there was a consumer rating about which pasta sauce was the worst and ragu was called the worst pre-made pasta sauce. So, just keep that in mind. Ragu is almost borderline an insult at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, exactly. If you complain about Gus Johnson, you can't be pro Big Red Goo. They are at odds with each other, and I stand by that. Um, thank you for the question, uh, Scumbag HP. <laughs> Appreciate it. What do you think the HP stands for? Um, Harry Potter. Yeah, I was gonna, Harry Potter. He's a big, uh, hit he's a big Neville Longbottom fan. <laughs> and he when he realizes that he, Neville should have been the chosen one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Did you read the books? Uh, I don't know how to read, so no. Oh yeah, but For, I always forget about that. You are doing a really good job guessing what these questions say. Yes, though. I'm 
I will say, but I have it, been, it's almost spot I have on. been doing a lot of you know Harry Potter recently with the the Ringer binge mode podcast where they're mm-hmm. doing Harry Potter right now. So you know, I'm getting all sorts of knowledge from that. But also, you know, what podcast? What? What podcast binge is it? Binge mode with uh, Mallory Rubin and Jason Conception. Oh, on oh on the yeah, on the Ringer. Oh, on the Ringer. Okay. Oh, the Ringer. Ringer. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 you. So you listen to the podcast about Harry Potter, but you don't know Harry Potter. I, I watched all the movies. If you don't remember from the fir- my first appearance, uh, okay. on the old podcast. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Yeah, it's when I was watching all the Harry Potter movies and eating string cheese. Oh, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Locked on string cheese or hashtag string yes, cheese. Locked on string cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm getting getting my podcast subscribers or providers yeah we're behind the string cheese pass (laughs) okay um another question from a person who was upset that i didn't mention that he was on the podcast um jethro barnes who was he he was the first one to have a one-on-one conversation with me so um i'm sorry for not listing you jethro barnes um i listed a few people's names i didn't want to list everyone because you know, because then everyone would be like, oh, he's only had six guests on. If I say three people and then say, and more, then they're like, oh, man, maybe he's had ten guests on. No, it's mostly just a rotation of, like, four people, but whatever. Um, so Jethro wants to do a podcast with Vice Pope, who was on the most recent episode, and Alex. Woo! Are, are you up for that? I made the cut. I'm, I'm down. Okay, I think I'll set you guys up and walk away for about an hour and then come back and be like, all right, what did we talk about? We're going to come down and the, you know, the internet's going to be burning down from whatever we talked about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be the Troy from community gift where I come back with pizza and everything's on fire. <laughs> um, so he does actually have a legit question. I mean, I did have to tell him to make a legit question, but we do appreciate it. This is an actual bucks question. This is, <laughs> I think only the second one. Uh, which current Bucks player players do you see being part of us long term? Long term defined as next five seasons or until we win a ring. For example, Bledsoe. Lots of talk for trading him due to playoff performance and such. But I reckon, ooh, I reckon he should stay since he's a genuinely talented guy. Alternatively, other guys like Lopez or Urson, them being new pickups. How long do you see them staying with us, if at all, past one season? Alex, do you have any thoughts? Okay, well, current Bucks are going to be here long-term. Giannis, assuming he resigns, which, you know, I'm never going to assume he is or isn't. We'll find out when he does. Then There's at least some reason to assume that he will. Like, it's not a guarantee, but there's at least reason to think that it's likely that he I could. would assume one of Chris and Brogdon. Mm-hmm. Then Urson will be gone in five years. Uh, I don't think Thon will be around. DJ Wilson won't be. <laughs> what? Yeah, no. <laughs> Honestly, that could be really... I mean, Giannis and one of those two are the only ones I'd be sure about. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I'll go even further. I think if we're saying next five seasons, after five seasons, 
uh, Giannis, and that's it, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's very well possible uh, because I could honestly see – I mean, I don't think Bledsoe will be around. No. Uh, Bledsoe, it'll be surprising, I think, honestly, if Bledsoe is around this team in 2021. Yeah. Um, so that's two years from now. I really think Brogdon's going to get overpaid this year. Mm-hmm. And then Middleton – how old is he going to be in five years? How old is he right now? He's 26, I think. So he's 31. 27. 32. Eh. Yeah. I mean, Giannis is the only one I'd really, bet, I'd really bet on. Yeah, he's 27. So, and, and if you think about the only way that he'd be around for five seasons is if Chris was going to get a max contract, which, I mean, I don't. I mean, I've seen people predict that he could get a max contract. I don't yeah, think he I will. Mean, fantastic for him if he does but yeah <laughs> i wouldn't want to be the one paying. Um, yeah exactly i'm not paying chris middleton 30 million dollars a year as much as i think he's a great player and he is great alongside Giannis, and he's a good second banana probably better as a third banana but he is not a he's not a max player he's just not no. and i think I, th- I could definitely see them getting in the realm of over 22 million or so but the only way he can get a five-year contract is if he signs the max i don't think he's going to get the max so in four years i don't think he'll be on this team um four or five years i guess i don't think he'll be on the team bledsoe i can't imagine being on this team longer than two years i mean i think there's a good chance that the bucks could give him a hefty short contract two-year contract with like 20 million guaranteed or something uh, similar to the Jabari, Jabari Parker mm-hmm. contract, and then when these bad contracts like Delhi and, and Henson come off, so does Bledsoe, and then they're flushed with cash, cash for the offseason. But I don't see him staying long-term. So Giannis is the only for sure thing. Maybe, like you said, one of Brogdon or Middleton, but Brogdon also will be approaching 30 in, in five years. So um, hold your... Hold your kids close because they're probably going to start to trickle away. We're going to, this is probably the last you're going to see of all these guys as Milwaukee Bucks. How surprised would you be if no one on this team this year was around in five years? Um, ooh. I would be, it's hard because you would think that, okay, I think it's more than a 50 Fifty percent likely that Giannis will be here right. in five years. Say Not the team saying... crash and burn for some reason. Yeah, and Giannis would leave, assuming. Mm-hmm. And could you see that happening? I mean, obviously, the crashing and burning would be something drastic, but yeah. No, I, I definitely could see the team struggling and being bad, and him getting frustrated. I still tend to lean just he's said so much and he's just kind of a different person overall compared to many of the other superstars that have left their teams that i do still think that he's more than likely in it for the long haul but it's mostly like if he were to leave i wouldn't blame him yeah so i would say it's over 50 percent chance likely that he would be here in five years let's say 70 percent likely All right. That would be my guess. And so everyone else being gone, I mean, if no one, I don't know, maybe somehow Dante DiVincenzo is really good and stays. So 
that in five years, I guess that wouldn't be too surprising. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, a draft pick this year would still be around, assuming yeah. they actually do something. Yeah, assuming they get a second contract with the Bucks. So, um, I would, I guess, yeah, I'd be very surprised if no one from from this roster was around in five years. Also, if Giannis ever does leave, don't burn his jersey. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, just, just don't burn jerseys. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah, it's a waste of money. Also, don't burn any clothing yeah, item. You paid for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're out here burning whatever to protest something, they don't care. Just give it away. Yeah, give take it to yeah, the goodwill. Give it to man. someone that can actually use it. Anyway, yeah. last one. Real quick, he de- he does ask about Lopez and Urson. Oh, yeah, there it is. Urson, um, we know will is guaranteed for next year, so Urson will be back. Um, assuming Lopez is good, I could see them bringing him back again. You know, using part of the mid level exception next year to bring him back for two years. Um, so. Ursan is almost guaranteed to be back here past one season. I think it's likely that Lopez would be back. The only too. reason I would see Lopez leaving, besides like a big offer from anyone, is if Golden State came calling. Yeah. You know, and that and if that's what he wanted to do. You see, no, just guaranteed winning, you know. title. Yeah. In when you but you think that I don't know if LA, I, th- I think he mentioned that LA didn't give him an offer, but I would think that with LeBron coming over, he would have stayed in LA too. Yeah, that's true. If they had given him an, o- an offer. So, yeah, I think rings are probably a priority for him. So. Well, how, how, how can you afford Lopez when you have to, you know, get Javel McGee? <laughs> how, do you, how do you use all of your, almost all of your exception on Rajon Rondo? He was on the minimum, I guess, but on Lance Stevenson and ugh, the team is just th- such a, a goober. I don't really have no idea how it's going to work, but I'm fascinated to find it's out. It's going to be something. Okay. Last question. As you were about to read it, go power ranking of the top five memes on the sub. All right. How do you want to do it? Go five down. This is, this, this is from oh, dub, dubist. Dubist. I don't know taught. if it's, Big, active member, one of yeah, been a, one of been around for forever. Big people. He's I think he started before um, I did. I believe on this. Uh, yeah, me too. I believe. Um, I'm not sure if it's Dubist Tot, yeah. or Dubist Dubby Dubby Stot, or Dubai Tot. I think it's Dubist Tot. But thanks for the question. Dubist Tot. Dubist Tot. Anyway. Power ranking, yeah. Let's let's do let's do four. Right, four each. How's that sound? Let's do four because that's a Mount Rushmore yeah. style. If you want to start at four, go ahead. All right, number four, flat ass. <laughs> and why is that? Because I came up with it. Yep, this is true. He was the first person. Anytime you see someone called John Henson, flat ass. This was an Alex Hopper original. This was a Go Bucks thirty four original. This is not a joke. I was there. I even said at the time, I was like, you're really trying to turn this into something, aren't you? And by God, it he turned it into something and it picked up and it became a real a legit thing on, on the subreddit. Yeah, I've seen people use it on Twitter before that I'm sure, you know, also are on the sub, but it always warms my heart to see it. Yeah, you, you get a lot of credit for starting that. Um, 
Yeah, and then he also wrote some uh, John Henson erotica. Oh, yeah, that was filthy. After, after, after losing a bet about Flatass. So, yeah, that's a good one. I like that, too. Um, number four for me... I think I know, I'm pretty sure I know what your number one is, so I'm going to try and, I'm not going to make that my number four, but I'll, I'll save it for later. Um, number four for me is the Miles Plumley face. Yep. Um, which is another one of those those memes that has was literally forced into existence. It became the Milwaukee Bucks version of the Peyton Manning face or the Mario Chalmers face where you throw down some misdirection and then you say hey look at this link this is all the proof you need and then boom the <laughs> miles Plumley drawing who do you remember who drew that it was one of those it was who one of those was... guys from summer league that you know came and went i don't remember who it was yeah i'm, I'm gonna look it up right now um <laughs> uh boy i'm looking at it right now and then there's also the version with his actual face which is <laughs> pretty hilarious or it's like a, a mashup of the two it was josh powell drew the josh powell drew the photo do the photo of his, his he nailed it his big lasting impression of the milwaukee bucks is <laughs> his crude drawing of of uh miles Plumley. uh joe parker's weird drawing of like oddly kind of good also kind of bad creepy john henson yeah that was photos also uh, also pretty funny too uh but yeah that one's funny that was one of those things where um cookster mentioned it he's he kept trying he tried very hard to get it to catch on for like weeks and then i again just by being an authority figure i think i said it'll never catch on and i said if you get five thousand comments we'll make it a flare and they did it or 3000 comments which was unheard of at the time so uh yeah he willed that one into meme history so yeah good for good for him and it's still something that i find very funny every time i see it all right you can do number three number three is ban cookster because <laughs> it's one of those ones that doesn't make any sense at this point if you weren't around at that point when it, like, it first started coming up, I mean, because if you saw it, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, Ben Cookster, who's the, you know, like, unless you've seen a post, you know, if you just, if you're popping in, you're like, who in the world is this? And mm-hmm. you don't, you have actually no idea that he actually is someone that contributes to the, like, you know, to the pay, like, to the forum and does good with it. It's not just, you know, some troll that just comes in every now and then. Yeah. And that was another one of those things that, you know, was one of the way back when. It was, if you, uh, you know, if we get however many comments, then we'll ban Cookster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was the first one. That's when uh, Nelly, at his old username, Antetokounmpo, set, set the challenge to get a certain amount of comments. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> so to get the Plumley face, you needed 3,000 comments to ban Cookster. At the time, the thread got less than 100 comments cookster would be banned so if (laughs) basically if you did not comment there was a good chance that cookster would be banned and so it ended up just being cookster like three other people trying to save him which was really funny (laughs) um because eventually at like a minute left in the game uh i don't remember who said it i think it may have been dubbistat actually 
at a hundred comments just wrote cookster (laughs) (laughs) and and he was saved um i'm just gonna i'm gonna spoil it a little bit uh i have that as number as number three also uh that is one of my favorite recurring recurring gags recurring jokes it's one of those things like such an exclusive uh joke it's so ridiculous and just so dumb but you have to be like a member of the community to really get it and appreciate it um yeah if you haven't read the meme directory if you're new if you are not on reddit go to the subreddit and look for the meme directory it's a very fun also his Um, dance he did you know that was a good time yeah and another thing that i wanted to say is you know we joke like you said it's not like he's some troll or anything it's actually a very meaningful contributor to the subreddit who is by all intents and purposes a nice guy he's just a nice guy trying to go to purdue (laughs) yeah he's just he was in high school and stuff when all this stuff started and we were talking about banning him and being like damn it quickster (laughs) and everything but he's actually like just a model citizen but he's become a meme and he he did a dance after when he lost a bet after being pressured for a while and Um, his dance was do absolutely no music (laughs) yep Yep, he, he decided, you know, music is too easy, I guess. He wanted a little bit of a challenge. Uh, afterwards, I did, like, I felt so happy that he did it. And I, like, he, like, let himself be criticized and made fun of by the community. I sent him some Bucks koozies to his dorm room. Um, I really just am mentioning this because if you try to send something from um, whatever, what's what's the one company that handles all of the like merchandise for like nba.com and stuff what's fanatics? the name of that company fanatics yeah if you try to send something for from fanatics to the purdue campus they won't do it apparently they've had so much theft there that they no longer ship anything there. Well, you know, so, west lafayette indiana is you know a murderer's row of it's basically lafayette louisiana yeah oh god yeah <laughs> yeah so i had to that was a lot i had to actually reach out to the actual bucks franchise and i talked to their like merchandiser person who's in charge of the store and then they shipped it for me it was a big mess so don't don't try to send cookster anything from fanatics because you will not be able to do it um i'll do well i that was my number three too so um i'll let you hit number two number two Johnny O'Brien the third. <laughs> uh, Who, you know. Yeah. My man, my love, my former LSU Tiger. The man, you know. The man we all aspire to be one day. Yeah. And, you know, that was something that once again me and also our good friend Kung Fu Coffin, who reappeared on the last Free Talk Friday. After, you know... Yeah, just to say hi. And after not being around for a while, it kind of reappeared. <laughs> but he's a good, you know... Old J.O.B., that was a good time. Also, you know, made some people mad with his, uh, you know, just comments about him throughout the time. <laughs> yep. Which is always, you know, fun for me just to piss people off for no reason. And also, if you remember that three, he hit... <sighs> it was either against... Was it against the Clippers or the Trailblazers? <laughs> I honestly don't it was, it was one of those two teams. It all blurs together for me. But it was the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> yeah, I did not have 
Job on on my list. I thought it was just too. It's like there's so many, and like you know, I, I have the one true Job uh, subreddit, which is hilarious. I made the <laughs> Johnny O'Brien career highlights video, which is mostly <laughs> animations of him shooting on NBA 2K yeah, well. and war and warming up, which is still I think. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it is my favorite career highlight video I've ever seen. On the um, 2K17, I want to say, I uh, did like a a franchise where you know like where you can edit stuff, and mm-hmm. I made Job the greatest player in NBA history. Yeah, which he probably would have ended up as if he was not coached by Jason Kidd, and you know. If he was drafted by the Spurs. Also, or if he wasn't coached by Johnny Jones in college, so woo. Yeah, that guy. What's wrong with that uh, guy? He, he was awful. He managed to, you know, take a team with Ben Simmons and you know other like people that made it to the NBA and did not make the NIT tournament. <laughs> the NIT. He didn't even make the NIT. Well, tournament. Yeah, they could have made it, but they kind of just, they declined it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I love I love Johnny O'Brien. Uh, when we did the April Fools, where the entire subreddit was themed like Johnny O'Brien, which you can now see if you go to One True Job, it's the same same layout. That was a very funny funny moment in the subs history, and everyone posting his career highs versus every team and uh, photoshops and everything. That's just a very good hearted. Uh, meme for a character for a, a character a player who's you know <laughs> had a pretty un unmemorable Bucks career but he left a lasting impression on the subreddit which is and also very appreciated I hope you know I, I saw something about how he failed his physical for whatever Israeli team I think it was it Israel Israel but whatever team he's playing for wherever in Europe. Yeah, Maccabi Tel Aviv. That he failed his physical and don't have a problem or something, but hopefully that he can get through that and keep playing or do whatever he wants to do. Because I know he did some stuff with anime. And... Yeah, I was about to say, he has his anime career about so, that. You know, uh, so he hopefully will... he'll be able to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I legitimately almost went to his wedding last summer. <laughs> like drove yeah, there? Yeah, it was and, in Mississippi. Or... It's like, how did, like, stole an invitation? Or how did you figure out where Someone it was? Someone posted it on the... One true J-O-B sub. Oh, he was, like, the page, like, him and his, like, fiancé's, like, you know, Wicked Artist. Oh, I do remember that. And I was yeah. like, ah. And I just didn't really want to go to, like, Jackson, Mississippi, or wherever it was. So I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> just some hole in the wall. Yeah. To go to a stranger's wedding. I show up. With a... <laughs> I mean, I have an honest, like, assumption. I, I don't want to even say anything, but I feel like I'd be very noticeable if I was there. Yeah, because you'd be wearing uh, an LSU shirt and yeah, Bucks I'd be wearing antlers. like a you know Johnny O'Brien jersey. <laughs> yeah, the old number seventy-seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a number too! Why why number seventy-seven? That's he was that's number he was number three surprising. and then changed for OJ. He went to seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. This is the worst decision he ever made. Don't ever let OJ Mayo dictate anything. Hey, all I know life. is uh, Luka Doncic Doncic did it. Oh, Luka. For the Mavs, he's never going to live up to that 77 he's wearing. Yeah, he's not going to. It's big size 18 shoes to fit into. <laughs> I, I don't know what size shoes it is. I'm going to assume it's 18. I don't know. Is that big? That's big. Yeah, for, that is. That's, that's like a 
That's like an NBA player size. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my number two is, um, which I know you've talked about in the past, um, the death bus, the suicide bus. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who don't know, uh, there was a bit of a free fall in the 2016-17 season. Uh, around the December, January, February, where the Bucks lost 20 out of 23 games, I think is what it was. And they went from the fifth seed to just completely dropping out of the playoffs. And like there was a period where it looked like Jason Kidd had lost the locker room, and it looked like Jason Kidd would be fired. Um, previously mentioned, Dubestat declared that he was going to buy a school, a school bus and drive it off a cliff. And it was after then, the Miami game. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was after a really brutal loss, an embarrassing loss, and a bunch of people started asking if they could ride, and he started selling tickets to ride, and then, so we had a, a layout about all the people loading up on a bus and literally driving to their death. Um, and the best part Swap about that Pete. was, oh yeah, keep going, sorry. Yeah, and then Swap Meet Pete uh, was so kind to Photoshop a layout using everyone's uh, username and uh, corresponding photo based off of where you bought your ticket for the ride. Um, some people were on top of the bus, on the hood, underneath, in the back, whatever. Uh, and he, it's uh, anytime that we have any artwork that needs to be called called upon, we always just ask Swap Meet Pete to make it. He'll either draw it on a post-it note or, or Photoshop it. Uh, it. It became a flare. Some people still have it. Um, basically the idea is whenever anything bad is happening in the Bucks for extended period of time, you just say, all right, get on the bus. Time to die. Which is, Go which kill is where I've always chimed in saying that I have never given up my seat because I don't trust the Bucks. Yep, exactly. Never trust the Bucks, never get off the bus. That was my number one, so to really, you know, hamper this. My favorite one. Just really, I really enjoyed the suicide bus, you know, all the good times. And I mean, the pictures, was, the pictures would crack me up because mm-hmm. there were so many people saying like, oh, I want to be on top. And it was like, well, I want to be on top sitting on top of him or I want to be under the bus and <laughs> dragging on. And it was like, you know, the picture for each corresponding thing was right there. Yep. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> the, the photo that said Miami Beach, which was for winners only, like you said, because it was after a, after a loss in Miami. Um, former shit poster on the on the hood. Uh, Monkey D. Cody was on the ground because he wanted to be <laughs> ran over. Um, Jethro Barnes is in the back because all the cool kids sit in the back. People on the top just... Yeah, and then three people stacked on top of each other. On the, uh, it's such a weird... There, It's one of those things where it's like trying to explain this to like a normal human being that is not part of the subreddit will make you sound like you're batshit crazy. Like nothing... Like if you try to explain this to a person, like it's just one of those things. It's like you literally had to be there. It's so absurd. And you're going to get instant institutionalized as soon as you're like oh yes yeah, so a bunch of people on the internet that have never met each other decided we we're going to get on a bus together a school bus a yellow one and we we're going to run it off a cliff in miami yep <laughs> it's just such a it's such a ridiculous 
thing, but it was also one of the best things that the subreddit has done. Um, number one, like this was a very hard one for me. Um, I wanted to do like a one and two so I could have this other one honorable mention that I want to put out, which I think you can do an honorable mention if you want to is, uh, we are the best team in the NBA, which, which is just a calling card. It's, it's what the Bucks subreddit says when you hover over it on the website. Um, it's just a great, (laughs) it's a great, a great slogan. It's another one of those weird, you have to be there. It's just like yours that we are going to shut these bitches out, which started as a catchphrase on in game threads, which is still something that happens and is still quality stuff. Uh, so that 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 was one that I wanted to say as a um, as an honorable. Yeah, mention. and to just go off of that, like that's one of the things I like about that one is it was actually made by. I guess it, did it start on our sub or the NBA sub? I started on the NBA sub, I believe. Yeah, but still, like it was more organic than the winning six, bucks and six. Yep, exactly. Which is why I like that one a lot more than Bucks and Six. Yeah, Bucks Bucks and Six is is good because it was a it was a an actual NBA yeah. player that came up with it, and that's kind of like a, a it's almost like an official slogan because the team has kind of embraced mm-hmm. it. So and it was just you know absurd at the time too that they were gonna yeah. win that series at all. <laughs> yeah, and and anytime the one thing that I do le- love about Bucks and Six is that it has staying power that even though like even when we lost to the raptors in six you know they tried trolling the bucks but you know next playoffs come around bucks and six is back even when they're down and you know it's guaranteed to be a seven game series there's still people are still saying bucks and, and somehow six, so. those are always the best things is if if it backfires on you and your opponent can throw it right back in your face it always i always like it better for some reason like yep. an example that comes to mind is like the University of Florida and they're like their Gator Chomp thing they do. Anytime yeah. they lose a game, there's someone on the you know opposition that is running around Gator Chomping. I mean, just yep. you know, I always like whenever you, if you if you can do something and then the opposition throws it right back in your face by you know chanting reps and six. I always enjoy it. Yep, it means that your chant is it working and has gotten under their their yeah. skin. So it's noticeable. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, the, the one that I've picked for number one is just another one, one of those things that just, it's just definitively the Milwaukee Bucks is fuck Mike Dunleavy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things, like it's almost corny because everybody loves it. And it's one of those things that every once in a while, someone will just be like, Hey, you know what? Remember Mike Dunleavy? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, he played for the Bucks and was actually pretty good. His dad, or not good, but he was all right. His dad actually coached the Bucks for a brief period, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, a dirty player with a with a bad reputation that dared to cross the golden boy Giannis, and it's such a bizarre thing to ever imagine Giannis, like in current day superstar Giannis, just lower, lowering his shoulder and just like laying into a guy on the sidelines. Like just the fact that Giannis became a superstar and is one of the five or six best players in the entire league and an MVP candidate. At the time, he was just some guy. But just to think like that's how he started. <laughs> like that's where that's like a humble beginning for Giannis. Like, oh yeah, 
he fucking yeah. laid out in his, another player it, like, in the playoffs. His sixth ever playoff game. Yeah, exactly. In like a 30-point blowout, uh, about to be sent home, and he was suspended for one yeah, and game. And also, like, if you really like look at it unbiasedly, Giannis is in the wrong for that one. Because, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, Mike Donnelly was playing dirty and stuff, but, you know, there's a way to come back at that that's not throwing him into Scottie Pippen in the first row. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he did it is what makes it great. Yeah. Well, it it kind of says a lot about, you know, Giannis is just being super competitive and also having his teammates back and, you know, not giving up. And it's just like, it's going to be when Giannis retires, I think that'll be part of the mythos that surrounds Giannis. It's like, oh, remember like when he was in his first playoff series and one of his teammates got clotheslined? So he just fucking laid him out in revenge, even though the game was like way over. Like it's obviously immature and not an appropriate thing to do in the NBA, but sometimes immature, inappropriate things are are just awesome. And so I went with fuck Mike. Also, now if we saw Michael Carter Williams get clotheslined, we'd all be you know taking off our (laughs) shirts, waving them around, you know. Yep, exactly. And also, you know, just to go along with everything, Mike Dunleavy Sr. is the coach at Tulane, so can't trust him. Yeah, there you go. You can't trust anyone from Tulane. Amen. Um, so that was our, our final question. Alex, how do you feel about that podcast? We've gone almost two hours. I think we're going to break this up into two episodes. Well, you know, it went, it went long. It did go long. Good thing. I have to be up in like five hours i have class in 12 and a half hours so hopefully i'll make it oh yeah hopefully i'll keep my fingers crossed so you can get to that class um to anyone that asked a question thank you um don't forget to listen to this episode and let us know what you think um alex is just a member of the subreddit and a friend and on twitter um if you would like to be on the subreddit or on the podcast, reach out to me. This is a podcast hosted by me that is supposed to kind of cater to Bucks fans in general, but mostly to uh, fans and subscribers of the Bucks subreddit. So uh, I did also promise that if you listened, you do have a chance to win a fabulous prize. So um, someone actually does pay for this podcast the hashtag basketball network does pay for this podcast we were previously known as hashtag bucks we've changed our name now um if you want the chance to win a small little prize like i said less than five dollars if you saw um go on whichever podcasting app or wherever you get your podcast leave us a a review um let me know what you think. Uh, currently, we have on <laughs> iTunes, we have four stars, which I think is funny, which means we only have like five reviews, which means someone gave us a one star, which I appreciate the the candor. So thank you for being honest. Um, but yeah, if you want to leave a review and a rating, that helps me with the people who pay for this podcast. And um, eventually, you know, maybe we can get ads on this podcast or maybe not who knows but um leave us a review because it helps there are a million bucks podcasts there's actually like five but if we could get up to be like the number three bucks podcast i would be more than ecstatic so 
go leave a review and show me proof that you did the review either on Twitter or on Reddit and I'll enter you for a special prize and I'll send you a prize. So if that's something you're interested in, go do that. Alex, did you give me a one-star review? No, I gave you five stars. I don't remember what I said, but it was five stars. Yeah, there you go. Just follow his example and you will be entered. Unfortunately, Alex, uh, you were not around. You did the review before the contest was going on, so you are ineligible. I apologize. Also, I feel like I can't, you know, win it on the when it's announced on the podcast I'm on. Kind of, kind of bad. Taste. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. Um, so we'll have another contest where you're not the guest, and then you can enter. And I don't know what when that will be, but um, so thank you everyone for listening. This is a long one. Uh, it's late. It's one o'clock where you're at 146 146 yep it's 1046 in california i have to be to work in a few hours so uh thanks for listening everybody thank you alex for being my guest again and talking about some bucks things kind of for almost two hours yeah, it was all bucks all the time all bucks all the time that is our slogan here on the deer noise podcast um so thanks for listening uh we will have another episode again soon hopefully not in over a month but hopefully so thanks again